is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for RadioLawTalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, RadioLawTalk.com. Welcome to Radio Law Talk with Todd Cuden. I'm Frederick Penny with Cal Hunter, our producer behind the glass. This is hour number two. Those of you who are listening, there's a number of stations that, that carry us. If you want to listen to all the segments, you can go to radiolawtalk.com. Uh, Todd and I have no problems talking for hours and hours. Or you can listen to our podcast after every show. It is put up as a podcast. You can call us at 855-LAW-RADIO or tweet us at Radio Law Talk. Remember, this is the most exciting, entertaining, and sometimes informative show pretty much on the planet. However... There's one exception, Todd. What is that exception? Well, with deference to our friends in the Amargosa Valley, which is near Area 51, we would say the alien shows are the ones that do trump us in terms of listenership. That is, I like the Amargosa Valley. That is the best shows. Those alien, Driving late at night across the country or the Nevada desert, Man alive, are those alien shows good? With a little, I, you know, I'm not going to do a pl- Dr. Pepper and an alien show going. You can drive all night. Yeah, I heard a thing the other day, um, and and you know, this is uh, from radio back in the what was it the 30s when Orson Welles oh, sure. did the War yeah. of the Worlds yeah. broadcast that. That they started out the broadcast saying this is an entertainment thing, but they didn't continue that. So people that caught up with the radio broadcast that was supposed to be a show, but sounded like real news, there were people all over the country that thought aliens were invading, uh, Martians were invading the United States. And boy, you listen to that at night driving or whatever. It's compelling. It's compelling radio. And by the way, there is now an actual app out there for if you're a freak of all of those kinds of shows. So I'll just pass the information on to you later, Fred, but there's an app you can download that is all alien shows nice. all the time. Nice. Which, well, like at noon in a business meeting, that's kind of weird. Or, <laughs> le- or deal with lawyers. Todd and I deal with aliens all the time. I was going to say, speaking of aliens, yeah, we welcome to Radio Law Talk. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. At Radio Law Talk, we're going to do a case or no case, but we're going to talk a little bit about the Cosby settles some cases. We're going to talk about Julian Assange. That's the, that's, that's the latest thing that's going on. We're also going to talk about the Washington Post is being sued by the Covington Catholic Church young man. That's only $250 million. How much yeah. can that really be? And by the way, you know, if you, those of you who don't know, who owns the Washington Post? Oh, that would be Bezos. Bezos. And he is, Bezos. And he yeah. is getting a divorce. And part of the divorce we talked about last week, he is keeping all the Washington Post uh, stock and ownership. I could see the wife's lawyer. We're not taking that one. Yeah, yeah, go ahead, take Speaking it. Speaking of who gets to keep the dogs. Nice. <laughs> 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 nice one, Cal. But they, can you. you see the lawyer? All right, we'll give you uh, this, that, and the Washington Post. Hard pass in the Washington Post. Give me some of that Amazon stock. She actually <laughs> took a small percentage of Amazon stock. I think it was a 4% or something. But her, some small percent. Her worth is. But I mean, listen, yeah, it's worth like... 
billion. She's like thirty thirty billion dollars or right, something like that. Just for her small amount of stock. Wow. How, how is she going to get by? It, it's rough. I, I it's don't. Rough. I just. I don't know. At some point in time, I wonder. I wish Denise was here. I, I wonder at some point with stuff like this, if settlement negotiations in a divorce start to feel like you're playing Monopoly. Okay, I'm going to give you Park Place, and then that'll get my Monopoly here. I'll, you give me St. James. And but I have a word of advice for the soon-to-be future ex-Mrs. Bezos. Yes. Oh. Do not open the door if Michael Avenatti comes knocking. <laughs> oh! I don't think he's going to come knocking. He well, he, he's not there. Can I Can I uh, represent you in a case? Yeah. Wait a minute. I'm going to hold you hostage. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> right. Let's talk about all the stuff that's ever happened in your life and how I can make money on it. Exactly. So. <laughs> <laughs> we might even get to the Flintstone house. You know, in Radio Law Talk, we, we mentioned we've got so many topics to talk about. Sometimes we're not going to get to it. If we don't, in the hour that you're listening on your radio show, just go to our, our website at radiolawtalk.com and you can click on the live button and listen to us live. I love the Flintstones. The other day I was on a show. I'm telling you, I'm on, I, I'm, Todd and I are interviewed quite a bit. Those of you who are learning who we are, I was interviewed on another radio show about Radio Law Talk. Todd was basically at the Warner Brothers Studios. He's at the Warner Brothers lot for the Young Entertainer uh, Awards. Yeah, Todd is famous. Those of you who don't know, Todd is not just a lawyer, but he's been on commercials and he is an entertainer and has been on a video game. What's the video game you're WWE on? 2K19. I am the voice of Baron Blade yes. in the My Career mode for about the first third oh, of and, my career. And his band is oh. making a, a making a, a big playing at a big venue, aren't you? Yeah, talking? I think like there's the four Oakland people Coliseum. coming. Yeah, we'll, we'll be we'll have well over ten people there. Awesome. At at, um, <laughs> at, at, at a at a local yeah, venue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll be that that'll be a lot of fun. Maybe we'll take pictures and put them up somewhere, and people can go ahead and make fun of me while I try to play guitar and, or bass. And, and those of you that are uh, ladies in Salem, Oregon, we welcome Salem K Y K N fourteen thirty a.m. We love having you carry our show now. Todd is a single man, and he he dates like a maniac. No, I date maniacs. Oh, sorry, oh, that's what a large yeah, distinction yeah. there. Yeah. So well, I was, uh, I was, and in case you're wondering, yes, this is true. Todd has kitty. What yes. was that again, Cal? Todd has kitty. And and that will ensure my singledom for years to come. <laughs> He's a dude that's got kitties. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. You like I'm sorry. Cats. I'm a cat guy. He loves know. his cats. Yeah, I like cats, too. Yeah, yeah nothing yeah. wrong with cats. Well, <laughs> <laughs> and what was that language? What did that say? Oh, that says, uh, thank you, and where's the food? Trust me, any time a cat ever shows affection to you, they either need a litter box change, they want water, or they want food. It's never because they like you. Sounds like your children. It, well, yes. Cal, let's do case or no case. Roll it. Oh, you want to do yeah, case or no case? Yeah, let's roll it. We'll yeah. get it started. Okay. All right, here we go. All right, let's get it started. Now it's time to play case or no case. Yay! Hey. Todd's still laughing from the last discussion we had. <laughs> I love on, it. On the cat thing, are we? Okay, well, now I'm going to take you to New York City, where a certain performer liked to go out onto the streets of New York to play music for tips, a typical street musician scenario. A typical? Yes, typical. <laughs> he thought it would be cute to make himself Elvis Parsley, like the vegetable and like, you know, the VeggieTales character. So he would then sing takeoffs on the King of Rock and Roll songs like Love Me in a Blender, you know, or, uh, you know, In the Walk-In, you know, for instead of In the Ghetto. I'd do all kinds of Elvis Presley. Wait, wait, Cal, that was pretty good. Yeah, do it like, again. That was. In the Walk-In. Yeah, anyway, 
So Mr. Ooh, got Elvis <laughs> Mr. Over there. Parsley was doing fine. He was raking in the cabbage, <laughs> as it as it <laughs> as it were. And then oh, the jokes then, are so bad. I'm sorry. And then bam, he was served with a cease and desist order because his name, music, and likeness were too similar, according to the document, to the actual Elvis Presley. He said, "Come on, lighten up. Let a guy make a living out here." You know, like that. And uh, oh, exactly like that. No, well, close. But the Elvis people were all shook up about it. <laughs> and, and Mr. Parsley would soon be singing the jailhouse rock if he didn't comply. That's what they said. Uh, it wasn't a criminal indictment, though, but I had to stretch it somewhere. Although they said if he was willing to pay 700 bucks a year about to license Elvis's material, it would be all right. And so the question is, Elvis Presley, his real name is Mahmoud El Ranwar. That's Mahmoud El... I don't know if you say the H or not, but Mahmoud El... Mahmoud. Ran and sought counsel. And so I ask you, both of you, case or no case. And we don't have much time, yeah, so Fred, no. I'm going to start with you. Oh, well, how much time do we have, Cal? Yeah, what, we what, get, 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 give me a... We got a couple minutes? A minute? No, 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 no. no. We got about 45 seconds. Oh, jeez. So, yeah. We don't want to... I'll tell you right now, what I want to do is have Todd sing a little bit of Elvis. Todd, go ahead and take us out with Elvis. We got to win this race. <laughs> <laughs> that cool, refreshing drink. Okay, kudos to you if you know what reference that, which comedian did that parody of Elvis. We gotta win that race. Hey, Elvis, want some lemonade? Lemonade. That cool, refreshing drink. We'll be right back and find out what Todd's talking about in case or no case. This is Radio Law Talk. Stay tuned. There's more coming up. Advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. I am Cameron Levitt, Chief Operating Officer of Concussion Medical Clinic. California's first concussion medical clinic is now open. As concussions increase each year, there has never been a greater need for concussion specialists. Our physicians at Concussion Medical Clinic are board certified in pediatric neurology and sports medicine and have partnered with universities, hospitals, and rehab clinics to expedite the recovery process. Simply put, we are elevating the standard of care. When you need an expert concussion opinion or concussion care, visit concussionmedicalclinic.com to schedule your appointment. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. Hi, I'm Frederick Penny of Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. I bet you're tired of hearing lawyer commercials. So just relax and listen to music for a few seconds.
when you or a family member has been injured, call 800-616-4LAW or see us at Penny and Associates. You're listening to RadioLawTalk.com. And now back to your host, Frederick Penny. Tweet us at Radio Law Talk or call us 855-LAW-RADIO if you want to talk about our case or no case. And if you want to give your opinion as to whether or not it's a case, whether or not this is a case, and whether or not the individual won or lost. And here's the thing we always say. Some people love to play, and they'll text us or email us, but they don't want to go on the air. You can even call and mention to Cal what you want, and he won't put you on the air, and he'll just say this is your opinion. Now, Cal. A quick overview. We have Elvis uh, Pretzel. Elvis Parsley. Okay. Elvis Parsley, who decided uh, to be a street impersonator of Elvis Presley in New York, and he would go out and sing little takeoffs on Elvis songs. Uh, for example, when he would saute vegetables, he would sing Love Me Tender, you know, things like that. But he got all shook up because they came and served him with a cease and desist because he was not pay- paying royalty fees to the Elvis Presley estate. And so they came and decided, look, uh, and, and by the way, if these go to a lawsuit, they can end up tens of thousands of dollars, maybe even hundreds hundreds of thousands of dollars a year, but they offered him a licensing deal of 700 bucks a year, which is pretty standard for street performers that are doing recognizable material. And so he uh, then had a choice to make, and he said, look, just let me make a living. I'm not really doing Elvis material. I'm doing satire and takeoff on Elvis material. Come on, you know, but uh, he sought a lawyer's attention, and I asked if it was a case or no case, and Mr. Penny said, why don't you let me think about it, which is very dangerous, by the way. Yes. Fred surveys the green. Yeah, he's a, he, he's got. And here's the answer. The answer kid from nowhere, <laughs> out of pack, out of nowhere to lead the pack in this unprecedented golfing extravaganza. Will you shut up? <laughs> by, by the way, when we went to break and I was talking about the comedian that did that, that was Eddie Murphy Raw. Oh, okay. Oh, Eddie Murphy good. Raw did the impersonation of Elvis. So. Okay, New York City. I'm going to say the issue of copyright law, which I am not a copyright law lawyer. I do personal injury. Go ahead. Are we wagering? Are, are, we, are we doubling our nothing? This is, this is the one. Is if you want one? to put something up there. I am not putting it up. I'm keeping the normal points because okay. this one scares uh, me. Mr. Kunin, you have 21 points. Mr. Penny has 31. You may risk up to five. So this could be a 10-point swing. Okay. Are you going to tell us what you're doing before I tell you my opinion? Because you're going to. You know what? We me. can't do it this. We have to do it the third one because I gave you the problem before we oh, wager. Oh, okay. Third, third yeah, hour. So next All right. Next I was we'll going to go a full five points. Yeah. I was going to. I was going to go big or go home. Yeah. So but we'll see what happens. Do that next we'll time. see what happens yeah. next hour. You okay. Got a, you got a producer that thinks he's a lawyer and a lawyer that won't shut up. No, do we don't have a producer. <laughs> I promise you, you don't have a producer that thinks he's a lawyer. Okay. Here we you. go. <laughs> I'm going to say on the copyright law, generally speaking. I think, and I'm not a copyright law lawyer, but I think basically you have to show that you're making money. You can't if you just use it for fun. You're listening to it in your house, and your buddies are all having fun. You don't, but if you're making money off it, apparently he is as a street vendor. Um, I just such a teeny thing. I know you can use blips, and you can you can use small amounts of their music without being getting in trouble, but. Royalty fees, I think, and then Cal said the, quote, standard fees is what he said. Did you hear him say that? Mm-hmm. The standard fees are around, that's normal. Uh, no case. I think he's tricking me. No case. <laughs> I think I just I think he's tricking me. By no, the way, no the, the public performance rule is what counts, uh, and that is if you perform in public with more than one or two individuals that are not your family, 
then you are eligible for ASCAP, BMI, whatever royalty right. fees the artist can get charged. And that was, uh, I didn't mention that, I'm sorry. Uh, okay, Mr. No Kennedy, case. Well, you know, one of the reasons Fred and I get along so well is because we often agree, and I'm going to say we agree on this one because there was just something about the way this one came forward, and I think that this is no case. Very compelling. I just think that if Elvis as a state is going to go after people that do this, basically, what's it called, busking, buskering, whatever it is, street performers, boy, the number of people they'd have to be going after is just outstanding and why go for all of that for 700 bucks a, a year or whatever it is i say it's no case well they actually do it to make an example of them and get the other street musicians to fall in line you're not getting me to change my answer no, i don't want i don't want you your answer is already on the record <laughs> yes your jedi right, your, your jedi mind tricks will not work on jedi master the answer is already on the record those of you who say it was not a case <clears throat> may i see by show of hands Congratulations! Yeah! <laughs> we did it! No case, he's trying to trick us! Two points for each of you. Nicely oh, done. Nicely done. And that's you, the one I was going to double. Oh, <laughs> I'm glad I went with I almost went with it. I said, this is just too intelligent. And then the fact that he said the standard amount was... He was just being like he knew too much. But it actually is. Having been in a band that played Elvis songs and gotten called out on it by the Elvis people, actually, believe it or not, went many years ago, that's what they wanted, but 700 bucks a year. Well, it wasn't that a big was deal because he was playing in your band with you. Well, he, he, was a, he was a, just a teenager then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, thanks, Cal. Case or no case, we are gaining points, Todd and I, on the person who's missing, which is Denise Dirks. Okay, so those of you, again, the, the rock, the rock livers under... Is that a right? The, the rock the, the livers under a rock. No, the rock liver unders. Um, those know, what, what's a rock liver? I don't know. I'm going to say that. A little that, tough. I don't like eating it. But So Washington Post is being sued. Remember this, uh, the Covington, Nicholas Sandman from the Covington Catholic Church, uh, the big issue that whether or not what he did and didn't do on video and the Washington Post and a whole bunch of other people were tweeting out bad things about this kid. By the way, he's a minor child, too. We discussed that. If you're doing things and... St- and Quote, is that a bullying issue, bullying a minor child? There's laws in different states on that. There's probably some federal laws. Uh, I, I don't know all the details of that, but that's the one question we had. But they definitely sued the Washington Post for, quote, not recanting uh, what they did. And they, Washington Post argues, oh, that we did recant in an editor's news. I mean, an editor's note, it wasn't a recant, but it was kind of like a, well, we're... It was a lily-livered response in some people's views. Right, right. So that's what's going on in the history. I mean, that's kind of the base that everybody knows what's going on. Apparently there were some other individuals out there chanting. um, What was it? It This this was the one where Sandman was face-to-face with the Native American. And then the other folks that were chanting far away were the uh, black Hebrew Israelites. I think that's what it was. Yes. And they were saying some really nasty stuff. Right. And uh, taunting these kids. And when the Native American came over with his drum, what was caught initially, and the Washington Post reported, was just that that microcosm of the confrontation, and they may have misreported it. And we're going to talk a little more about that lawsuit. The lawsuit's going forth against the Washington Post, and they've already uh, laid their briefs out and their response, and we're going to go over their response. Are those Calvin Klein briefs? They are. We'll be right back. Much more Radio Law Talk is straight ahead. You stay there, and we'll be right here when you come back. 
advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Not all law firms have extensive experience in all areas of the law. It's wise to look for firms that have knowledge and understanding in your particular area of concern. So go to ProLawFirms.com. They have listings of attorneys in key areas of practice, such as family law, estate planning, personal injury, bankruptcy, and so forth. When you're looking for a lawyer that has extensive experience in your particular area of need, go to ProLawFirms.com. That's ProLawFirms.com. ProLawFirms.com is not a law firm and does not endorse or recommend any specific Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny and Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny and Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. I am Cameron Levitt, Chief Operating Officer of Concussion Medical Clinic. California's first concussion medical clinic is now open. As concussions increase each year, there has never been a greater need for concussion specialists. Our physicians at Concussion Medical Clinic are board certified in pediatric neurology and sports medicine and have partnered with universities, hospitals, and rehab clinics to expedite the recovery process. Simply put, we are elevating the standard of care. When you need an expert concussion opinion or concussion care, visit concussionmedicalclinic.com to schedule your appointment. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise USA Radio News with Robin Walensky. In the headlines this hour, the CDC Centers for Disease Control in Atlanta reports the E. coli outbreak linked to ground beef. More than 100 people in six states sick, including Georgia, Kentucky, Indiana, Ohio, Tennessee, and Virginia. It is still not known the brand of meat affected. Some people did something. President Trump on Twitter tweeting a video of Minnesota Congresswoman Democrat Ilhan Omar making her statement that some people did something on 9-11. She never mentions radical Islamic terrorists. Edited into this video, actual footage from the terrorist attack 17 and a half years ago. Some people did something. Oh, there's another one. Another plane just hit. Above this video, President Trump tweeting in all caps, we will never forget. You're listening to USA Radio News. Money, 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 money. You got to have it. When you need it, what do you do? If you don't have a rich uncle, call LendingTree. With us, hundreds of banks compete for your business, so you'll get loans with competitive interest rates, and in some cases, with no closing costs. So here's the deal. If you need money, call us. Do you want to refinance your current loan? Are you 62 or older and interested in a reverse mortgage? Then call LendingTree now. 800-634-1315. 800-634-1315. We've closed over $250 billion in loans. We know what we're doing and can help you. Call right now for a free quote. 
That's 800-634-1315. NMLS number 1136. Jake was in big trouble with the IRS. He owed how much? $92,000. Ouch. The IRS left no room for Jake to breathe. They put a lien on my house, took all the money out of my bank account, took money out of my paychecks. So it was a nightmare. He needed help fast. I figured that all these companies were the same until I called federal tax management. You could just tell they knew what they were talking about. Right then and there, I felt like I had some hope. Stop the liens, levies, and garnishments fast and qualify for one of several special IRS programs that could reduce or even eliminate your tax debt. So, how'd it go for Jake? They did what they said they would do. They came through for me. I ended up saving an unbelievable amount. I was so jazzed. (laughs) I was extremely happy. If you owe more than $10,000 in back taxes... Take Jake's advice. Give federal tax management a phone call. If they help me, they can help anybody. Call the federal tax management hotline now. 800-503-8625. 800 8625 800-503-8625. 800-503-8625. All around the world. The world. This is RadioLawTalk.com. Radio Law Talk. Remember, we're talking about general topics of law. We are not giving advice. Seek local counsel, a local lawyer, to help you with your legal needs. And if you are tired late at night and you can't sleep, do not take any medication. Pull up on your iPhone, lay in bed, put your head back on your pillow, make sure it's comfortable around you, close to your ears, open up radiolawtalk.com and click on the disclaimers portion and read the disclaimers over and over again and you will fall asleep. Welcome to Disclaimers on Radio Law Talk. Disclaimers. That's right. Anything said on Radio Law Talk is said for entertainment purposes only. Please seek legal counsel for any legal issue you have specific to your needs. Although we have to make an addendum. Anything said on Radio Law Talk is for entertainment purposes except this bit. (laughs) Yes, this is the the only thing that's actually legal that we do is the disclaimer. That's exactly right. And is not entertaining. (laughs) You know, what is defamation? You know, what is, you know, without getting uh, into the, the deep legal theories, generally speaking, Defamation, if you say something about someone, libel's written, slander is is if you stated it. But basically, defamation is if you're saying something about a person that's generally not true. Now, it, it breaks up into two specific things. There's a public figure or a private figure. So if you're saying something about uh, a public figure that's well-known, the standard's much higher. It's got to be like a reckless. It's, it has to be, they use the word reckless, disregard, or knowledge. You have to have pure, you know, good knowledge. It was wrong. It was reckless. It was intentional. Where on a private person, it has to be, it's more negligent. They're arguing that the Washington Post defamed this young man from the Covington Catholic Church uh, in this incident where they uh, supposedly said some things that were not true. And, and, and the things that they alluded 
alluded to that they said were untrue or when they said they alluded to the fact that or claimed that it was a fact that the teen was the one that instigated the confrontation with the Native American or that the teen or other teens around were making uh, racially insensitive comments and things of the like because they were basing it on a snippet of video, not the complete video. And it turned out that 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 reporting was inaccurate right. and and it caused a lot of undue viral attention on the part of the teen it led to numerous tweets and calls for ill upon him and his health and his family by celebrities and people all over the country celebrities are not and it was in, in, instigated crazy. by this you know, this Washington Post article and others similar to it not all celebrities are nuts by the way i just said that comment but what it is is some nutty celebrities, in my opinion, yes, my opinion, said some things just blatantly wrong, just, just, just in their agenda that drove me nuts. So, but here's now the paper is trying to do what's called a dismissal motion. They're trying to get it dismissed on the merits right up front before the depositions are taken and all this discoveries before everything's going on. They're saying, look, this is a First Amendment issue. And Todd and I have talked about this off the air. This is a very difficult issue here, whether you're you know left or right or middle. You have a First Amendment thing, freedom of the press, that we really believe is important. But how far can the press go? That's the issue. So what their argument is, and this is a quote in their motion papers, they say, quote, newspapers are often unable to publish a complete account of events when they first come to light. Stories often develop over time as more witnesses emerge. So they're saying it's a First Amendment right for us to do this. We're never going to get, their argument is we're not going to get the exact story right away. You can't. And we always bring this up, Todd and Cal. We talk about the instantaneous issues now that social media and things go viral compared to just 30, 20, 30 years ago where nothing you know, it took time for them to, to investigate it. It came out in the next morning's press, or they didn't have the 24-hour CNNs, right? Yep. So it makes it so now they have to get the scoop much quicker. They are going to make more mistakes. They're bound to make mistakes. And what's wrong with that? I guess I'm not, I'm not saying that's my opinion. But I'm asking you, what's wrong with that? Well, so we look at this here, and we... When when the Washington Post gets a snippet of video, I think that the first logical thing, if I was legal counsel for the Washington Post and and the editor and the art and the author of the article came to me and said, what, what, kind of, what sort of legal hot water are we going to get into if we run this story? Okay, The first thing I would look at to say is, how much of the video do we have? Is it clear that this is just a portion of the video? Is there more to it? Is this telling the entire story? And are we being reckless and or negligent by not peeling the onion on this thing? Okay, And, and that's what's really going to come down to it, is whether or not... Uh, the Washington Post, under the defamation standard that's necessary for public individuals and for newspapers, whether they were reckless in not investigating this further. But not necessarily reckless, because that individual was not, what? They were not a public figure at the time. That kid wasn't. And, that's and, true. And, and he's not, and so it's a lower standard. They don't have to use the, the reckless standard. But he was a kid. That's ex- another issue. That and comes the, up. the lawyer's first first question, Todd, should have been, is what I'm seeing true? Exactly. Translation, does this represent the entirety of this event? 
And it was not a truth. It was a partial truth. Maybe a third of the truth of what was going on. And here's my question, Cal. Mm -hmm. Is it bullying? Because this is what this is about. I think it is. It really, this is what it's about. And this, again, is jumping back and forth on the different sides. It's about a bias agenda. Now, their argument and his lawyers, that's the kids' argument, it's a bias agenda against Donald Trump because he's wearing a Trump hat. And they put this kid in the middle of a fight. The Washington Post, it's well known. And Donald Trump do not get along. Well, sure. And so they put this kid in the middle of that fight between Donald Trump and the Washington Post. And that is not acceptable journalism or acceptable under the law according to their attorneys. So when we go back to the justification that they put in their motion, quote, newspapers are often unable to publish a complete account of events. Stories develop over time. While that statement may be entirely true, By a standalone statement, it's not necessarily a defense to the charge that they're facing. Now, 30 years ago, 30 years ago, before the internet and the instantaneous news, maybe they'd have more time to peel the onion. I suppose the question I have here is... They wouldn't have had the video. <laughs> yeah, well, they, yeah, they might not have had the video, but does does the fact that they're competing with other news agencies for getting the story out first, the scoop out first, does that in and of itself or even partially create a defense? Can they say, well, cut us a break because we're competing with other people? Oh, if I'm that kid's lawyer, I hope they say that. Exactly. Oh, I hope they do. Because that's kind of what they're insinuating with this statement. And as as Fred said, I think I'm a lawyer. But I think, (laughs) I still think think the core issue here And like I said, I'm just a former TV news guy, and I'm not a lawyer, but I've had a lot of discussions about this with a lot of folks because these things come up every day. I think the core issue to me is, is there any way they could have known if what they were doing was true or false? And to me, the only defense that they have on this is if it in, in its entirety is true, if they told a true, entire, complete story. This nonsense that we can't always get stuff they weren't looking for stuff, in my opinion. They were just looking for this nice little complete story where they could beat up a kid that wore a Trump hat. And again, that's just if I'm if, if I'm sitting on his side. That would be my opinion. Right. So when I look at this, again, if I'm the lawyer, right. I go back to this question. Is this the full video or isn't it? Exactly. Are we looking at a, at a selected clip or not? And either the Washington Post knew that it was the full video or they knew that it wasn't. And if they know it's not the full video, they they know they might be going into some difficult waters. If they know that this clip, heaven forbid it comes out, heaven forbid it comes out, that they knew that this was a clip and they knew what the larger clip showed. Oh, boy. Boy, if that came out, I think they are done. Well, here's the issue, and I'm going to jump on the other side. I really worry about the First Amendment here, and that you don't want to quail the First Amendment. You don't want to quash that to where now news agencies are so worried about getting it exactly right that now, if they make a mistake, they're going to be sued for defamation, or in this case, bullying. I, that's that's a, I always, we argue both sides here. That's something we got to be very careful of. And it's going to come up when we talk about Julian Assange and WikiLeaks 
leaks. Yeah. I mean, I just think you have to tell the truth if you're in the news business. Otherwise, you're just in the rumor and, and uh, fiction. Oh, is, isn't that what news is about nowadays? Well, it, it, it used to be, I think. I, <laughs> I wonder, I wonder based on what I'm seeing now, but that's just me. That's We're going to come back and talk about Cosby briefly and then Julian Assange. We'll be right back. There's much more Radio Law Talk coming up right here. If it's not on your radio station, don't forget, pick up the show on radiolawtalk.com. Current episode and past ones, too. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Todd has a kitty. Hear past episodes of Radio Law Talk on radiolawtalk.com. Just click on the podcast tab. Happy listening. That's actually not true. He has two kitties. Actually, I have three. Three now? I I, I have three cats that... Named? um, Well, Poochie, a 23, 24-pound Maine Coon. Sasha... A just a tabby cat who probably also is 23, 24 pounds, and then Kinu Keanu, which is a, a little snot, but he's cute. Just a white cat that, yeah. Good Are cats, good serious? cats. Yes, yes, yes. You see the way you talk about cats, and all of a sudden it's crickets. The the show comes to a grinding halt. Wow. You know, I'm, I'm waiting. For, I'm waiting for the record scratch. <laughs> Julian Assange. Julian Assange. Now. <clears throat> The reason we're talking about this here is because we just got through talking about the Covington teen and the in the Washington Post article and how that raises certain First Amendment issues. And in talking, Fred and I talking amongst each other, the First Amendment is going to come up with Julian Assange and WikiLeaks and what is going on there. Now, for those of you, this is our standard refrain, for those of you living under a rock, Julian Assange is the founder of a website called WikiLeaks, which, given as its name suggests, its mainstay is leaking information that has been provided to it. They leaked some NSA stuff that was taken from, um, uh, was it Chelsea Manning? I don't, I forgot yep. what her name used to be when she was in the military as a male, but she took the information that she got, provided to WikiLeaks that was posted. Um, more recently, the information that was posted that garnered a lot of publicity were the emails of Hillary Clinton and John Podesta, the Clinton campaign, that tended to show that there was a concerted effort on the part of the Clinton campaign and the Democratic National Committee to sort of torpedo the candidacy of Bernie Sanders to ensure that Hillary Clinton would be the one that uh, was the nominee for the Democrats. And, and, And again, that was all published via WikiLeaks. And Julian Assange, you know, much like Michael Avenatti claimed, I've made a lot of enemies over the last 10 years or two two decades, you know, Julian Assange, when you do this, you're going to make enemies. The first enemy that really tried to come after him legally was the Swedish prosecutor's office in 2010, issuing arrest warrants for him on allegations of rape and molestation. Now, those claims have since been dismissed. But when that happened... 
fast forward to 2012, the, Uni- the United Kingdom's Supreme Court, because he's over in London, ruled that he should be extradited to Sweden. And to avoid that, in June of 2012, Julian Assange entered the Ecuadorian embassy in London seeking asylum and has stayed in the Ecuadorian embassy because, for those of you that don't know, an embassy, even in another country, the soil on that embassy, when it's granted embassy status by the home country, is it's Ecuadorian soil. Okay, it's as sovereign as the as Ecuador is as a as a, a it's, nation. It's Ecuador. It is, it is Ecuador. Ecuador. So once he entered the embassy, they couldn't go and get him to extradite him to Sweden. So he stayed there. Well, this is 2000. Wait. Stayed there. Stayed. Stayed there. And stayed stayed there. there. And stayed there. (laughs) And overstayed his welcome. So he's the relative that comes and won't leave. (laughs) That's right. That's right. Uh, So in August of 2015, he's still in the embassy. The Swedish prosecutors dropped their investigation of him. The problem for Mr. Assange is that now. While in the Ecuadorian embassy, he was on the radar for the United States, seeking to prosecute him for WikiLeaks being the venue by which national secrets on the part of the United States were released, and then got even further hot water for the Hillary Clinton stuff. So, he had been in the Ecuadorian embassy up until, what, about a week ago, when, as Fred suggested... Overstaying is welcome. Yeah, back, back up. The, the, the U.S. He, he's cl- they're claiming he's gonna he can face up to five years in a U.S. prison if convicted on charges of conspiracy to commit computer intrusion with the other individual that took the stuff from from the United States government. And, and that, folks, is where. That's where the First Amendment issue is going to come up and why it can be scary for some news agencies. In essence, um, with Chelsea Manning, who had the NSA secrets, if they can if they're alleging as part of their complaint against him that Chelsea Manning and WikiLeaks were working in concert to get that information as opposed to as opposed to Manning just taking it and then finding an outlet and WikiLeaks happened to be it like a news outlet like exactly. CNN would have or or, or if WikiLeaks was working with whomever it was that got the Podesta emails for Hillary Clinton and then gave them to WikiLeaks. Um, they're trying to prove that WikiLeaks was the one that started that. That may be that was an instigator of that activity. That may be a claim, but if WikiLeaks was just the conduit by which they were produced and those folks did it of their own volition, stole the information of their own volition, and then just went to WikiLeaks, well, WikiLeaks may have an argument that they're a quasi-news agency. Right? right, and that they're just releasing information, and, and their question is going to be this: Why is it that CNN or the Washington Post or anyone else who released the dossier against Trump that was supposed to be part of the FISA warrant and classified information, why aren't they being why aren't they being prosecuted for releasing that information that's supposed to be protected? Their defense is we're a news agency. We weren't the ones that took it. Somebody provided it to us. We are entitled to release that. And that's a defense that, quite frankly, should exist under the First Amendment. 
Exactly okay? right. If you want to go after the person that leaked it, that's fine, but don't go after us for being the agency that leaked it. Well, Or that received it and just put it out. Yeah, and WikiLeaks is going to claim the same privilege. And that they've got a good argument, Todd, because you know this this is a big issue. First Amendment is like the sacred cow in the United States. Now let's let's that's like the realistic legal talk. Let's step back and look at the real reason why they've said, you know what, you've overstayed your welcome. Number one. The thing that I think just the straw that broke the camel's back is in January 2019 when WikiLeaks leaked Vatican documents. And basically the Ecuadorian government is saying, look, you're getting too deep into other countries and other uh, you know, important documents that we don't like being part of or you being uh, part of this. Now that's, that is the number one thing that I think where it got started. The second issue is the president of Ecuador, and he's in the Ecuadorian um, embassy, is Lenin Moreno. He is now, or WikiLeaks, is now alleging things of his family that they're doing inappropriate things and vacations or something to that effect. You're biting the hand of the person that's feeding you, and you're saying, wait a minute, why are you extraditing me? It's, they're just tired of him. And here's the other thing. He's not taking care of his cat. They, the, some of the staff is saying that he's difficult and he's mean to them. He's got his own little place, and they have spent I, six point is it six point three million dollars in keeping him in six point five million dollars is the estimate of what they're saying that they are spending to keep him there at the Ecuadorian embassy. And, and, and by releasing that information, what a slap in the face to the to the the nation that provided you protection. I mean, you talked about the Vatican um, release. Look, the Catholic Church is so prominent in South American countries, Ecuador among them. And so clearly you don't want to get in hot water with the religion that is predominant in your host nation, in your home nation, right? The other thing is that, you know, we provided this for you as a safe haven. And then you're going to go ahead and, and, like you said, bite the hand that feeds you. Now, I want to be clear. It's not that Ecuador is extraditing him so much as Ecuador is saying, you can't use us as the rock you want to hide under. That's exactly right. And the worst part, it looks like he's become one of the Boy Scouts. You and I were actually Boy Scouts, and we actually were leaders. He's become one of the Boy Scouts. Why? Why? Why, Cal? Why is he? he hasn't taken a shower in a week? Yeah, he, he's... <laughs> He just <laughs> have you been to scout camp? And he just can't help himself when it comes to getting information and releasing and it for some reason. he gets mad at the yeah. staff, yeah. and he's riding his skateboard, and he's breaking rules. They said, we're done with you. We'll be back. I don't know when we're going to be back, but thanks for joining us. Join us at uh, uh, Radio Law Talk if you want to hear, hear the third hour. You have been listening to RadioLawTalk.com, a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated.